Howdy, howdy. Welcome on in to the pre-show before the free show. It's Friday. It's Friday. We made it. It's <laughs> Friday, the playoffs, so it's an exciting time. But the playoffs did start in that last night, Pickle. They did. There were 131 UIL Texas high school football playoff games last night. One of them contested at Midlothian ISG Stadium uh, in uh, in Midlothian, where the Midlothian Heritage Jaguars pull out a 42 to 14 win over the Dallas Kimball Knights. Now we like to have our, our our finger near the pulse of the Texas high school football community. I think you would say. Yeah, that's but, kind of the mantra here at Dave Campbell's. But but we we cover cover you know, as we say, high school football from stem to stern, from rooter to tutor, mm-hmm. right? Many people are saying that. And so, but we we're only. We have a smaller staff, smaller staff, and so sometimes yeah. we have to go elsewhere to get some high school football analysis. Mm-hmm. We had a, a, actually a special correspondent at this game. Uh, let's go to the hotline and bring in uh, our special correspondent for the Midlothian Heritage versus Dallas Kimball game. We're joined by my mom. <laughs> Hi, mom. Hey, how's it going? Happy football playoffs happy Friday. Happy football playoffs. <laughs> yeah, um, and happy Veterans Day, too. And happy, happy Veterans Day. Thank yes. you for getting the important yes. things right, Mom. Yeah. Um, Shout out to all the vets. Uh, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. I just got home from the gym, and Good. it's raining out here. It's probably raining mm-hmm. where everybody else is, too. You're probably right. So, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the game last night. Uh, okay. Did you, in fact, go to the game? Yes, we did. Uh, your dad and I went. We didn't get there until... Second quarter, we had a church, church event to go to, and it was 21 zip. I'm sorry, it was 21 zero when I walked when we walked in, and a great crowd, oh, yeah. really great crowd. I had a hard time finding it. Had overflow parking going on, mm-hmm. and um, Caden Brown. I watched the quarterback. He <laughs> is committed to South Dakota State. Okay. In case oh. Needs to know that, and he has a great arm, good receivers, good uh, running backs. Um, everything looks really good for them. I think the only downside I would say they're not beefy. Okay, they're not beefy. You know? Yeah, they're not they're like their line's not huge yeah. or anything like that. But otherwise I think they look I think they could go really far. Um and Kimball, yeah. they were so they were really sweet. I mean their their quarterback he looked like a linebacker. He was huge. And when those receivers could catch the ball, mm-hmm. I mean they they had speed. They really yeah. did. He just he wasn't that accurate, and they put they put a lot of pressure on him and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But we did stay to the third quarter, and mm-hmm. uh, they scored. And Midlothian Heritage did put in their second string, mm-hmm. the second half. And so I felt like you know, and they you know I felt good for Kimball because they they recovered a couple fumbles and mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So um, and then got to watch the band and drill teams yeah. and we hear the band here. We don't live too far from Heritage, so we hear their band all the time and they're really good. <laughs> drill teams great. And well, Kimball's band probably had fifty kids. They marched. They played really well, and their drill team was good too. But they're a drum major. Whoa, he has some swag and. He was awesome. He was really, really good. So it's a great crowd, and um, I'm happy for Heritage. I think they can go really far, and um, I think it's. I think the community is really happy out here because both teams mm-hmm. won their district, mm-hmm. and Milwaukee plays tonight. Yes, I'm not sure who they play, but I'm hoping the rain will stop for them. Mm-hmm. So anyway, two yeah, back-to-back games at the. 
yeah. stadium here. Midlothian. So, All right, well, that's it. You've been replaced officially by a different Tepper, a better Tepper, if you ask me. <laughs> that was exceptional. Midlothian <laughs> plays Justin Northwest tonight. Uh, at okay, Justin Northwest. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. Um, yeah. So, so that game's going on. Uh, this was your first. When's the last time you went to a high school football game? You know, I actually went to a Heritage game. Your dad and I went, and then another couple out there. The last game of 2020. Okay. Oh, wow. um, I think, yeah, in November, right? Great, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or 19. No, it was 19, 19. 2019. Okay. Yeah, that's when it was. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, 2019. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that's, this, this, uh, that was way more like in-depth analysis than I was actually expecting. Because um, my mom, this is true. You called me yesterday and you said, "Hey, do I need like to bring a notepad?" Or my girl. Like that? And I was like, "No, no." no I think you know. I went to the gym today, so I was on the treadmill. So I come make, I thought, you know, I don't want to sound, you know, I want to sound like I know a little bit. Remember, but it was really fun. It was a nice night, and we left like mm-hmm. one play into the fourth quarter just to beat the traffic. And, sure. And all that good stuff. But it was, I mean, it was really good. I love, I mean, you know, I love high school football. I know. And, you know, it's, it's, I don't know if people know this, but it's in his blood. I loved it. His grandpa, Mm -hmm. his grandpa loved it. He went years after I was out of high school and he he and, and his, uh, and my mom would go out to games um, and, you know, go to games. After I was graduated, my mom loved the band and drill team. So it's just, yeah, it's in your blood. So there's you a know? reason that you are the way you are. It uh-huh. makes sense now. It really is. I mean, I did, <laughs> you know, I did the drill team thing. And so, yeah, I was the one that um, in the stands in high school, I knew what a first down was. All these other girls would like chit-chatting and all that kind of stuff but no i was like yes first down you know because they just they just knew touchdown (laughs) because uncle uncle don your brother uncle don didn't didn't play football did he no 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 but my dad took us to smu games Mm -hmm. and i watched uh nfl football Mm -hmm. every sunday so yeah i mean it's yeah, well, and that carried on into college, correct? Yeah, you were Southwest uh, Texas. Yeah, the drill exactly. Team. Yeah, yeah. so I went down there. Right? Now I have to admit, I did go to games, and I was yeah in that in the drill team a couple of years. But um, it's more fun now. I mean, people got into it again mm-hmm. in college. You know, back then it was kind of like, yeah, you went definitely. You know, the little. Hello, fun for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, what what are you doing this weekend? Um, actually, I'm meeting your brother Which tonight one? at Tolbert's for dinner. Which one? In Grapevine. Oh, Jeff? Yeah. Oh, okay. Jeff. I didn't, I didn't know go. which one. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I mean Jeff. I and, um, yeah, we really don't have anything much planned while you're looking for a babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we'll be around, but we know now, where to call. I, I went to the lake early this week mm-hmm. with a friend, so I did do that. So, okay. yeah, it's been – I think we're just going to kind of lay low. Okay. You know, get ready for the turkey day oh, stuff yeah. going on. Big thing yeah. in the Tepper household. Oh, I know. Yeah. I am well aware of that. We are. 
<laughs> yeah, got to get that menu going. So well, uh, well, anyway, mom, you guys had a great day though. I I read that there were upsets last night. We're about to talk about it. <laughs> I know you need to. You need to get going. Let get me off the phone. Okay. Well, uh, that's that's my mom. Mom, thank you for your report. Thank you for, uh, for going out there last night and and filing this report. You and, have uh, a yeah, you have was... a spot here whenever you want to kick him yeah. out of his chair. You have every right. <laughs> I will gladly okay. take that. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, we can just have that girl power going, right? Absolutely. And then Mallory can produce, right? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay. I love you, Mom. Okay. You guys, hey, good luck tonight. And I hope everybody's team wins tonight. And we'll hope for everybody to be safe and good weather. Thanks, Mom. Love Bye, Miss Zephyr. Okay. okay. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. There she goes, my mom. She, uh, our special yeah. correspondent. Amazing. The better Tepper. The best Tepper. I don't know. That's, that's hard. That's probably true. It's hard, but it has You've to be Hank true. You've met Hank and Max and my wife. This is true. I was going to say, the only other person that can contest is is Jen, your mm-hmm. is Tep wife, because they're mm-hmm. the goat women that have to put up with all of you men, and that's not an easy thing. A lot thing. of boys. There are a lot of boys. A lot of boys. Anyway, thanks to my mom. Hit the theme expo. Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful, rainy Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show that's got playoff fever. Hope you got it, too. (laughs) Boo! (laughs) <laughs> My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on TexasFootball.com, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, on Twitter, all the places, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's the Duchess of the Dorks. She's Ashley Pickle. Howdy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Telling people where their stream IDs are, uh, which is in the place that they're supposed to be. But at the same time, last night went pretty well. We got 50 games up, my dude. It was awesome. Mallory and I about chest bumped at the end of the night. I think Ish was concerned for our mental state at that point. I was concerned for your mental state. That's I'm always fair. concerned for your mental state. Yeah. Today is... Friday, November 11th, 2022. It's 11 11 22. <gasps> Some oh, numbers wow. are, are, are the oh, same. Oh, we missed 11 11. Today's 11 11. Ding dong. No, I know, but we missed 11 11 the time at the, we on 11 11. Mountain time in six minutes. Mm, that's true. We can also get it on scoreboard tonight. We will be up. Uh, 13 days Thanksgiving. Happy Veterans Day. We'll yes. issue the usual birthday to say happy Veterans 
birthday to uh, all those uh, all the homies out there who served. We sure appreciate what you've done. Episode fourteen ninety six on today's show, folks. Got the Mister Texas Football Player of the Week uh, award winner, the Darren Max Football Chocolate Assistant Coach of the Week winner award winner. And then back out of the show is Helpful Honda Mailback Friday. We're answering your questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel. We'll get to a little bit of Thursday recap, what we saw last night. A couple of big upsets that we'll have to talk about uh, and a couple of bangers. Uh, we'll talk about all that coming up here at the back half of the show. We do have a hard out at 1245, so get your questions in. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, we will get to as many as we can going up until about 1245. But first... I actually grabbed the pen and a pad of paper. <laughs> I got to write down a note so I don't forget after the show. I can vamp. I'll, no, I'll no, vamp. no, no, no. You're good. Go. Do we first four through the door? We sure do. It was Miss Dana Boyd. Shout out, Dana. I like Dana. Um, Astro Biker, Alberto, and Jordan Angel. Welcome in, friends. Dude, it's playoff season. Who are these people. Welcome. Hello. Welcome into the show. If you got questions, put them on Facebook or YouTube and Twitch, wherever you got those. Anyway, let's get into, first of all, your Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the leading source for football in the state of Texas, and the Tax Act Texas Bowl are proud to present the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week award to the most deserving high schooler in the state of Texas. Each week, the Dave Campbell's Texas Football staff nominates 10 deserving candidates for that week's award based on the previous week's on-field performance. We then leave it up to you to vote at texasfootball.com. Voting closes each Friday at noon, with the winner being announced shortly thereafter. I'm checking my watch right here. Oh, it says shortly thereafter. Your Week 11... Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week is... Drumroll. Boom! Bang! Conroe's wide receiver, Louis Williams III, had seven catches, 224 yards, and three touchdowns receiving. Congratulations to all the nominees. Godly wide receiver, Drew Coleman. Nevada Community running back and safety, Quentin Hall. Hutto quarterback, Will Hammond. Shiner running back, Dalton Brooks. Abilene Wiley defensive back, Hayden Wright. Terrell running back, Chase Bingman. Brownsville Hannah running back, Chris Perez. Houston Fur quarterback, uh, Cameron Hurd. And El Paso Riverside quarterback, Ian Monchin. But a very special congratulations to the Week 11 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award winner Louis Williams III, the wide receiver from Conroe. An outstanding pitcher there. Oh yeah. He's like, don't He's mess like, with yeah, me. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the Player of the, the week. week. Yeah. Darn right I am. <laughs> Furthermore, Pickle, Derry Max and Dave Campbell's Texas Football are proud to team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their teams. Each week, the Dave Campbell's Texas Football staff uh, nominates four deserving assistant coaches for the Derry Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week. Let fans decide on the winner via Twitter poll. It all leads up to the Derry Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Year decided at season's end. Your Week 11 Derry Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week is... Boom! Sherilyn defensive coordinator Jason Walker. The Rattlers' defense was spectacular in a 53-0 win over PSJ North to cruise into the playoffs on a high. Congratulations to all the nominees. Arlington defensive coordinator Colby Hensley, Conroe Oak Ridge offensive coordinator Taylor Cobb, and Buda Hayes offensive coordinator Aaron Postert. But very special congratulations to the Week 11 Dairy Max, built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week, Jason Walker, defensive coordinator at Sherilyn. Very well-deserved coach. Now a word from our friends at VCR Now. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR Now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR Now makes sure to listen 
to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Pickle, it's time for Helpful Honda Mailback Friday. The North Texas Honda dealers want to help you score some award-winning Hondas, just like the rugged and reliable 2023 Ridgeline. Stop by your Helpful Honda dealer today or visit ntxhondadealers.com to learn more. Rugged and reliable. Rugged and reliable, that's what they call us, and they call the Ridgeline. Thanks, Honda. Uh, Topol Honda Mailback Friday. If you got questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, anything you got, get them in on the comments, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. We'll get to as many as we can. Last night in the playoffs, there were 131 games. I would say for the most part, usually when you play a Thursday night high school football playoff game in the first round, you're pretty sure you're going to cruise. Some of them, at least. Most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, like Galena Park North Shore. I watched about five minutes of their game uh, against uh, all... Who did North Shore play? I don't I forget. remember. They won. They were up considerably. Uh, North Shore played Pasadena Adobe, mm. and they, they cruised. Um, Refurio, absolutely. Refurio dominated Ben Bolt. <laughs> that was uh, bad. <laughs> a lot of these teams just went out there and really kind of swatted away their first-round opponent, right? That's not necessarily a surprise what we saw. There were a couple of storylines that I think are worth bringing up. Mm-hmm. We had eight four-seeds beat one-seeds. Eight of them. The headliner of which I would probably say was Big Spring beating El Paso Riverside. Mm -hmm. We thought El Paso Riverside was maybe a sleeper there. Big Spring shoos them away first round of the playoffs. Great win for Big Spring. Uh, A couple of other results that caught my mind. The game of the night was on Texan Live. Katie Tompkins and Fort Bend Ridgepoint. Mm -hmm. Fort Bend Ridgepoint wins in double overtime. They uh, stop the two-point conversion, uh, and then they they score, and then they go for their own, and they get it, and they get a walk-off two-point conversion win uh, to knock off Katie Tompkins. Uh, Fantastic matchup. It was uh, Ridgepoint had to drive down late to score to tie it, mm-hmm. and then we got a fantastic double overtime finish. So Ridgepoint is through. That uh, was one of five games that were decided on last night by two points or fewer. Oh, really? Yeah, it was Ridgepoint, then uh, DeCab and Edgewood, Axel and Rosebud Lot, Sonora and Olney, Sterling City and Miles, and then I guess technically there were two more because Gunner mm-hmm. and Wall both had forfeits, but. Yeah. Those are four, but actual games actual that were games. played. Wow. Yeah, yeah, we had some bangers. I tweeted that out. Well done. Well, I put two points or less, so I just got blown up that I didn't put fewer, but the, the information was there. <laughs> Don't well actually a tweet. <laughs> anyway, um, so oh, it was an exciting night of, of action around there. Sybilis Steel looked great in their win over San Antonio Johnson. Um, DeSoto farted around against Pflugerville Weiss. Mm-hmm. Little red flaggy. They pulled away. But that's a little red flaggy to me. Uh, congratulations to Erion County. Erion yeah. County knocks off May in a wild one. Let me see if I can find a final real quick. But I know they, they had more uh, than 104 points. to 98, 
I was believe. That, was that the final? I believe. Um, I'm going to pull up. I need to pull up the scoreboard anyway. Um, but they were, uh, that game was wild back and forth. May had like a two-score lead at one point. Erin Kennedy comes back, knocks off the two-time, uh, I guess if you want to call it like two-time defending state runner-up, right, in May. Uh, but mo- more importantly, they won 104-91 was the final. Uh, and let me tell you something. That is that is Erion County's first playoff win since 1971. They haven't had a playoff win since 1971. It comes in a big way. Congratulations to, to them. Spring Lake Earth beats Spur, which I think was a pretty nice win there for Spring Lake Earth. Uh, uh, Abbott rolls past Milford. Uh, Blum beat Aquila. I told you guys. Yeah, to keep an eye on Blum's Blum. back up. That's a team that's I think that's I think really playing Blum. playing well. Uh, we had a state ranked team go down. Rising Star lost to Blackwell, um, which was uh, a little bit of a surprise. I'm just kind of scrolling through here. Sterling City gets their first, I believe their first, at least their first playoff win as an as a 11-man program in a while with that win over over mm-hmm. Miles. Congratulations to them. Well, have we even mentioned Galveston Ball? There was that. Galveston Ball. Uh, Magnolia West beats Galveston Ball 17-7. to uh, So Galveston Ball gets the dreaded 10-1. Mm-hmm. Galveston Ball gave up 31 points in 11 <laughs> games, and they're done. Yep. Yeah, we, we had that game. Uh, we watched Trevor Bullard call that game last night for a good portion of it, mm-hmm. and it was like, wh- wh- where did – what happened? Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Munster beats Archer City. I told you Munster's better than their record indicates. Keep an eye on them. What else am I looking at? I'm just kind of scrolling through the scores. I watched. I looked at these last night, but I want to get reminded by these. Um, Holly rolls past Cristoval. They dominated from stem to stern in that game. Uh, that Sonora gonna, only game was wild. Uh, both Stratford and Cisco won their first round matchups, which means we get Stratford versus Cisco in the second round, which is going to be tasty. Um, elsewhere, do, 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 do. Rogers over Van Vleck is a nice win there. Um, DeKalb gets that win over Edgewood. Edgewood was certainly certainly had stomach for the fight. Um, Canadian Most rolls past Lubbock Roosevelt, so we will have not up. surprising, but we will have a new regional uh, state semifinalist. Mm-hmm. Lubbock Roosevelt loses to Canadian uh, in in emphatic fashion, uh, but that's not necessarily a surprise considering the trajectory of these two programs. I will moment. pull out a hot take that I think that give it like two years, and mm-hmm. we're going to see another resurgence of uh, Lubbock Roosevelt because they me, just keep going sophomore class after mm-hmm. sophomore class. Let me let me throw this out there. Um, Dalhart beats Denver City. I'm fairly certain that's a four over one as well. Um, West was up on Mejia seven nothing at half. They only won twenty one nothing. Little red flaggy there. Franklin rolled past Hallettsville thirty three to seven. That one was a little. It was a little in doubt, and then it wasn't. Yeah, like it was. I want to say it was like twenty. I want to say it was like twenty six nothing at half or something. Something like that. Uh, Carthage rolled past Pittsburgh. Did you see the video that I retweeted? Yes, of Surratt's freshman son Jet dropping Surratt. an absolute dime. Jet, Jet Surratt, the freshman, got some run, and he threw his first touchdown pass. Um, how about Canyon West Plains? They were favorites over Pecos, but they still picked up their first ever playoff win. Congratulations to them. How about Gerald? Gerald takes down Devine 32-14 in a game that was not a fluke. De- mm-hmm. Gerald kind of dominated that game stem to stern. Congratulations to the Cougars on their win. Um, elsewhere, blah, 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 Lumberton gets past Palestine. I thought that was upset watch, but I do think Pal- I do think Lumberton is a dangerous uh, foe there in Region uh, Region 3 there. Chapel Hill got their win over, over Livingston 45-36. That game is not was not as close as it, as, as the score would indicate. Um, so there's that. Uh, elsewhere, what else am I looking at? New Boston took down Grand Saline. 
New Boston beat Grand Saline. Uh, your boys, Gregory Portland, got a win over our beloved Mission Veterans Memorial. I don't know how you sleep at night thinking with that. Good win for Grapevine over a pesky Lake Dallas team that I thought was better than their record indicated. Uh, good win for them. Fort Bend Marshall whomped Huntsville. That's my official word for Fort Bend Marshall is womp. They womp people. It would that game we had we were monitoring that game last night and we looked down and we're going oh, okay well they kind of scored early and then I looked down like what felt like five minutes later and I was like oh my god <laughs> yeah they were very very impressive they they turned it on there um, Corpus Christi Miller and Corpus Christi Vets both dominated their first round matchups they will we'll have to wait to see if PSJ North and Edinburgh Vela win but that would set up those really big Region Five mat or Region Region Five Region Four matchups. Uh, Alito uh, uh, pushed past uh, Killing Shoemaker 37 nothing. That was a tricky first round matchup for Alito So a, a more, much more notable than Past first round ma- yes. matchups for Alito Or most of their district games Yeah, Frisco Reedy beat <laughs> uh, WT White Which is not a surprise, but they are now 11-0 and uh, As I mentioned, I was very impressed By Cibolo Steele there went over Johnson mm-hmm. uh, Cy Fair, I've been telling y'all Cy Fair's dangerous mm-hmm. They take down Houston Westside in a big way so, uh, South Lake Carroll rolled past Crowley Judson, good for Judson, got a big win over San Antonio Churchill. That was a, a real um that was a real like kind of like rivalry matchup between those two teams. Uh but they get the win. Uh and yeah, a Midland Legacy gets the win over El Paso Franklin. And Midland Legacy's back. a sleeper, I think, there in six A Division One. Anyway, there we're you going through it. like a monsoon out here right it's, now. It's, it's raining so hard. It's raining sideways, folks. So there you go. There's a quick Thursday night recap of the Texas High School playoff action. Let's go to your questions. Questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, all those things. Let's get to it. Has anybody asked any questions, Pickle? Yes. I'm gonna point at the camera like that. Oh, it's like three D. <laughs> Um, this is okay. Thoughts on Deer Park versus Atascacita? Uh, well, uh, I'll tell you who I think is the favorite. Win. Yeah. <laughs> um, Atascacita looks like they're on a bit of a, a kind of a, a revenge tour, and they they want to have that that um that rematch with Galena Park North Shore. Mm-hmm. Um, now I will say this: their past couple of games, admittedly against North Shore and Summer Creek, have not been offensively what you would like to see. Offensively, they've struggled. Now, Deer Park, is de- their defense has been fantastic. And this is a 9-1 Deer Park team, by the way. Their only loss is a one-score loss to Channel and View. Um, this is a good Deer Park team that have tasked to... Uh, and, and by the way, they're on the road at Deer Park. Crazy to think. If they, if they screw around and that offense is... If that offense is struggling... Deer Park can get them. Mm-hmm. It would be a pretty sizable upset. The computers got them as thirty-point favorites, but but we almost kind of saw like we we've seen the, it happen. And yes, that was against North Shore, which is different. But that offense was basically non-existent in that North Shore game. Like, and I I don't really mm-hmm. think it was no, North think, Shore just yeah. way outplaying them. I think it was just the offense doesn't show up from time to Sometimes, time. Sometimes some I'm still a young offense, got a, a lot of young pieces there. So the question is going to be. Can nor can the Atascocita offense get going? If the Atascocita offense gets going, I have no doubt. I, I'm very certain they're going to win. But Deer Park is good enough to beat them. They're not nine and one. They're not some 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 fluky nine and one team. I think they are a pretty decent team. So if you are Atascocita, you need to be on alert here, especially traveling to Deer Stadium. So mm-hmm. or Absher Stadium rather. What's next? <laughs> Deer Stadium. <laughs> Absher, Absher Stadium. I like Deer Stadium better. We're going to change the name. Deer um, Deer. They're one of the few. I would. I need to make a list of the uh, mascots that don't end in S. Oh, yeah. Like, wow, I'm I never even example, thought about I'm that. Sure today, which doesn't end in S. Shout out to the Fighting Illini. I like um, it. But They got beat by Michigan State. What's next, Pickle? 
Shout out Mallory. Um, Shout out my dad. <laughs> Uh, this one actually, I I agree. I think this will be a good one. San Antonio, Reagan, and New Braunfels mm-hmm. tonight. That's yes. a that's a tasty first tasty, round tasty. matchup. Tasty, tasty. This is a Reagan team that I'm really high on. Um, I know. feel like Reagan we've kept in our mouth a lot more. New Braunfels had that first win against Denton yeah. Ryan, and then it we just kind of didn't talk about him near so, as much. So anymore. Reagan has two losses on the year. Their losses are to Smithson Valley by one at the Alamo Dome. I saw that game, and then they lost to Round Rock, which has aged pretty well. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I like this Reagan team, and especially I think that their defense has really, really tightened up since then, and that's going to give them a great shot in this game. For New Braunfels, they were kind of the opposite in the fact that they started really hot, and then since then they've kind of faded. They lost to New Braunfels Canyon, they lost to Pflugerville Weiss, and then they lost to Cibola Steel. Now, those are three pretty good teams. I think Pflugerville Weiss is probably the worst of those three teams, but three pretty good teams. I think this game is a one-score game. Mm-hmm. I think the fact it's at Comalander is a uh, an advantage there for Reagan, um, but I think this is going to be a fascinating ball game. That it kind of depends on. It kind of depends on what New Braunfels defense shows up. Yes, because this is this is a New Braunfels defense that when they're good they win ball games, and when they're not they don't. Like plain and simple. And this is a Reagan offense that I think is going to be able to to, to challenge them. Especially you know they've got a pair of sophomores that that run, uh, that running back Colt Pryor mm-hmm. has been great, and then. Uh, Capuccio? Yeah. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Caleb Capuccio? Mm-hmm. He's really solid. Like, they don't ask him to do a ton, but he's really solid. And so... They have... I can tell you right now, they have... And we saw this in, in that week one loss to Smithson Valley. It was just the fact that they weren't consistently moving the ball. But when you want to talk about a team that has big playability, and if you give them a hole, they will absolutely break it. That's what Reagan does. Yeah. So they rely it, on big play. Keep an eye on this one. I picked Reagan. I'm going to roll with Reagan. But this is... This is a one-score game, in my opinion, and I think it's going to be a fun one. What's next, Pickle? Um, nine and one Permian versus nine and one Pebble Hills. Who you got? Yeah. That's a fun. That's a fun one out in West Texas. I, I, I would think Permian. Permian's the favorite, but they are on the road. They're mm-hmm. they're at uh, Socorro ISD. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're at the SEC. That is not a fun road trip. Mm-mm. And it's this, not a fun place to play either. And let me tell you something, okay? So let me. Let me start with this. Here's a positioning statement. I picked Permian. Permian's my pick. I picked Permian. Permian's my pick. Mm-hmm. Okay? Let me tell you why I think this is dangerous for them. A, long road trip. Now, they're used to long road trips, but going to El Paso, I think, is going to be a challenge. Okay? That's part of it. Secondly, their defense, mm-hmm. especially lately, they're vulnerable. That was hard for me Especially to say. Especially lately. And you're talking about an offense there with Pebble Hills. That can go. Uh, Gail Ochoa, their quarterback, has been really, really solid. And they've got they've got a pair of, of, of uh, receivers. I, I want to say they've been up for player of the week. Jaleel Boast and then the other one's uh, Marcus Torres. They've been solid. And they they are a dangerous offense. If, if the Permian defense doesn't get off the bus, like, they're going to be down... 14 nothing, 17 nothing, quick. Because this Pebble Hills offense can go. Permian's, I think, your favorite, a rightful favorite. But I've got questions about what happens when the Pebble Hills offense has the ball because I think that is a dangerous, dangerous spot. Again, I think it's a one-score game. And and if, if Permian's not ready, this is enough. I think... I think Pebble Hills is the best team in El Paso. Okay, Can in that class, I was going to say, in that classification, yes, say, yes, I think, yeah. Canateo won last night, so maybe it's Canateo. Mm-hmm. 
I think Canatillo's been a little bit more dominant, but yeah. Pebble Hills does have an opportunity. Yeah. But anyway, I think this is a da- I think this is a dangerous spot here for Permian. If they're not ready, Pebble Hills is absolutely good enough to beat them. Well, and that's the other thing is I feel like Pe- Permian is used to being a lot bigger, like literally physically mm-hmm. bigger than most teams they play, and also especially El Paso teams. But I don't think that they run into that issue as much with Pebble Hills. Pebble Hills has some big dudes on their uh, yeah. like on their lines. I think that's right. I think that's right. Anyway, as your mom would say, beefy. Yes, beefy. <laughs> What's next, Pickle? Up next, all right, I haven't read through this one, so hang with me here. Do you think it's possible for a 5A Division One District 10 okay, team yeah, to okay. come out of 10, Region 5, 3? 10-581. Yeah, like, so last night, now, okay. So we talked a little bit about Galveston Ball losing to Magnolia West, right? Um, we talked a little bit about that. That was kind of, that's a, that's a four over a one. Mm-hmm. My beloved Golden Tornadoes, I love them, mm-hmm. but they hadn't played anyone no okay they were putting up these crazy numbers but they hadn't necessarily played anybody Mm -hmm. that is so it's it's uh it's a four over one but it's not necessarily shocking in fact we put it on upset watch uh ish put it on his upset watch pick on texasfootball.com we talked about on tep and step about how that was a potential first round upset i think i think the short list of contenders in region four at least two of them are on uh are from district 10 right at least two of them. Like, so here are the teams that I think can win Region 4, right? Angleton can win Region 4. Or th- Region 3, I should say. Yeah, I was like, Whoa. College oh. Station can win Region 3. Now, they'll probably play in the second round. College Station can win Region 3 if they don't fart around in the first half. A&M Consolidate could still win Region 3. Smithson Valley is kind of a, a, a hot pick to, mm-hmm. to win Region 3. I, I have a... I have trouble putting Manville on this list. I think they're too inconsistent. I think Manville is a year away from being yeah. a, a good pro. I f- they are very young. Uh, you Manville know who I'm is very to put young. On that list is Fullshire. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that was my pick. Fullshire is dangerous, and they've won. I thought that they were kind of a one-trick pony mm-hmm. in the sense that I thought that Fullshire was a team that could that like can outscore you, mm-hmm. but like. Like, like if it gets to be like a defensive game, like there's no way they can. And then they won what, like nine seven? Yeah, they won like some like they kind of like they were like, oh, you want to see some defense, huh, Tepper? And then they they won some game like nine seven. Um, yeah, I'm. I think they absolutely can. I picked Fulcher. Uh, like on my prediction graphics, I took Fulcher. I I think I took Smithson Valley. I think they're the best team in that region, but. I think they're absolutely in the mix. I think they've got. I think. I think. Mandel. They beat Mandel nine seven. That's. I think it was. they've got a great shot at, at. I think region. I think District Ten's got a great shot at getting. Uh, getting a team through to the state semifinals. Really and truly. What's next, pickle? In fact, I tweeted this out. I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> um, I tweeted this out um, last night or the, earlier this week that the best team, according to the computer rankings, the best team in five A Division One to miss the playoffs was Richmond Foster. Mm. And he mentioned that I didn't get to uh, in in the thing. He did mm-hmm. mention that he was like Foster got left out. Yeah, Foster Foster's a good team. Foster's a top thirty team, maybe top forty team in five A D one, and they missed the playoffs because they were in such a tough district. Mm-hmm. So, and you know they didn't help themselves. But that's right. What's next, pickle? Um, let's talk about one of the headliners for tonight. Undoubtedly, Lorena and Columbus, three A Division One, Region Three. Are they playing? Mm-hmm. Many people are saying yeah. the reports. I've, I've sources. Sources are saying they will play. Yeah, I mean it's fascinating first round matchup. Um, and this is what happens. That whole region. Well, it's it's it, this is the showcase of the ten versus eleven, mm-hmm. right? Eleven versus twelve, I should say. Yes. Eleven versus twelve. 
Because you had Franklin and Halleck Franklin and Halleck's last night. Franklin took care of them. Uh, I think you've got Yoakum and Yo. Mm-hmm. I want to say. Yes, yes, which is underrated. <laughs> you got Yoakum and Yo, which Yoakum's Yo- a good ball right now. Mm-hmm. And, and Yo has been on and a Bill heater. Bill Robinson gets his boys up, and, and they... I'll just... If you want to throw upset watch out there, I'll throw upset watch out there for Yoakum. I'm sorry, for Yo. They're going to be underdogs. Mm-hmm. They're going to be favorites over over Yoakum tonight, but Yoakum's dangerous. And the other one of those three is... Do, 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 Franklin. Uh, Hitchcock and Little River Academy. That's a, that is that's that a is one in a four, and let me tell you, Academy's dangerous. That that game hurts my heartstrings because you have my beloved Hitchcock and you have Swolbees, and I the know, fact that they tough. someone's got to lose someone's is not okay tonight. with me. I know, I know, it's tough. But on to on to Columbus and and, and Lorena. This is finally the big test for Lorena playing great defense in a game that matters. Okay. Because they haven't necessarily done it, okay? Um, I'm, you know, last year, last year for all we talked about that fun offense, their defense was their calling card. That's what won them a state championship. What won them a state championship was the fact that their defense made plays. Um, but they gave up 48 to Cameron Yo. They gave up 38 to China Spring. They gave up uh, 49 to Franklin. Now, those are great teams. But Columbus is a great team. I don't know if Columbus has the same kind of firepower that those three teams have, but they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Adam Schobel and company. And by the way, their defense is clearly better than, than, in my opinion, than Lorena's. So this is about Lorena's defense tonight. I don't think... I think the clock has run out on their ability to win shootouts. Okay? I do not think that they can go out there and just outscore people. It's got to be their defense that steps up. Mm-hmm. And... In their losses this year, their defense has not been great. Their defense has to be great tonight in Pflugerville to get a win. I like Columbus. Lorena's got that guy. They got Jaden Porter. Mm -hmm. And, like, if you just throw it up to him, like, call a touchdown play. That one's going to be so fun. But it's a great game. It's a fascinating matchup. The onus is on the Lorena defense. That's very clearly where where it's at. What's next, Pickle? Um... Do you think what other four seeds do you think are likely to beat one seeds tonight? Talk about one of them. Little River Academy and Hitchcock has, mm-hmm. a, has a great shot at that, right? Um, they've got a they've got a really good shot at that. Let me scroll through the brackets real quick and see if I can find another one that they really. I mean, we saw like I said, Dalhart over Del. We saw a fair number of them last night. Um, I'm trying to trying to look at these. Um, We had another one. Gerald over Divine was one, which is uh, that's a that's a four over one. Um, bu- 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 I'll throw one out there, and maybe this is a little bit off the board, but no, I don't want to do that. Glenn Rose and uh, Graham. Graham's dangerous, but I think Glenn Rose's offense is just off the charts good, and that's going to be a really cha- that's going to be a big challenge for them. Um, I know, and this is uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get some hell from uh, from uh, Matt Step about this because I know he was the, this was their their uh, his district pick. I think Pampa can beat Decatur. I think Pampa can beat Decatur. Yeah. Um, I think Pampa is a is a, is a dangerous team that's playing good ball right now. Um, Ooh. Yes, you got one. Yep, Belleville and Western Stark. Oh yeah, sound alarm bells for that. Let's go. Belleville, I found it. I did it. Because because West Orange Stark, that's a great one. Because West Orange Stark. This is their time. Like this is when this is when they turn it on. 
And so now West Orange Talkers had a dis- disappointing year. I don't think Hiawatha Hickman would say anything other than that. But they are in a very, very difficult. That was a very difficult district that they went through, and I think that they've got an opportunity to really make some noise. Um, let me see if I can find one more here. Um, but let me see. Stratford and Sundown was last night, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, Stratford. And, yeah, Strat- yeah. Step with that. Stratford dominated. Dominated. Sundown. Okay. So that was one that I don't think is one. Let me throw one more out there, and I'm going to go to two A D one. Pull up your brackets, ding dong. Two A D one. I think that no, never mind. <laughs> oh wait, what was, what was the other one? Hold on a second. Who won District Fifteen? Fifteen or sixteen? I mean, it, this is crazy. I think Ganado can beat Lavia. Yeah, Ganado can beat Lavia. What about a uh, Sock and Mansfield Summit? Yeah. I mean, it's Looks, not. Look, I don't think South it's going to happen, but South, I wouldn't South be Cliff, shocked. South Oak Cliff's a super high variance team mm-hmm. that when they play to their paper, they're going to be really, really dangerous. And I know that they are worried about Summit because Summit poses some athletic threats that I think can challenge that defense. But I think that in the end, South Oak Cliff defense, I think, is a difference. That's a possibility. That's not a bad one. Um, yeah. Those are the ones that I'll wrap it up there. Those are the ones that I think could, could get them. So, what's next, Pickle? Let's go with. What do you think about Abilene's win over El Paso Del Valle last night? About what I expected. Um, like it's 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 strange to say that, but like I think I think Abilene. I think I picked Del Valle, but I do think that Abilene is a team that when they play well, which is a weird thing to say, but when they play well, they are capable of beating anybody. Uh, this was a fourth place Abilene team. I, th- I want to say, fourth or third, one of them. They're in a tie break. Um, did they beat Amarillo? No, they lost him. So they were a fourth place team. That's four over one. Abilene, when they play to their paper, is a really good ball club. I think the thing that surprised me was how they dominated them. Was how they went out there and their offense really took flight. The fact that their defense played well is, in my opinion, not a surprise. I think their defense has been playing well for about a month. They've been playing really, really good ball. I also think that the open date helped them. They had a week 11 open date, and I think that really helped Mike Fullen's ball club. Um, they're going to be underdogs this next week up against um, either Red Oak or Ryan. But the fact that they were able to wake up and that defense played really well and then the offense kind of took off from there, that's awfully impressive from Mike Fullen's club. Um, uh, an upset but not a shock is how I would classify it. The shock there is how much they dominated because they won by like 28. Or something mm-hmm. like that. They they were the dominant factor in that game. So um, great win for Abilene. Really, really impressive. And another four over one. So what's next, Mademoiselle Pickle? Um, Ryan Smiga asked who wins against his next week. He said who wins against his um, alma mater in Goliad and the Lano Yellow Jackets. Well, why don't we go to our chief? So both teams absolutely took care of business last night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I here's my here comes the homer pick and here's my positioning here statement. Comes the homer pick. I think oh I'm willing to hear that Edna is the is the second best team. Maybe maybe they are the first best team in that region. I think Lano has proven that they are the best team or at least should be the favorite in that region. But the way that they get got is they are having penalty issues like crazy. 
in their past couple of games, they've gotten really, really dicey on just not playing super clean football. They do have a common opponent in San Antonio. Cole Goliad beat them 49 to nothing, and Lano beat them 59 to nothing. So take that what you will. That's an 0-10 team. That's, that's a matter of how long you keep your starters. Exactly. In. I take nothing from that. Can but I? okay, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting go for ahead. you. I'm waiting for you. You finish your thought. I think Lano should have their way with Goliad, but I who I do. Okay. But I think that if they shoot themselves in the foot, Goliad is a team that will stick around. They have they have a high flying offense. They can score points. So if you let them stick around by shooting yourself in the foot, that's where you that's where you get got. Okay. I think it's a one score game. Really? I think it's a one score game. I think this is the best defense Lano has seen all season. I but I don't. I don't think, I think that gold. they've really pl- anyone that they've played that's worth something. I they've totally lost disagree. to. I totally disagree. Goliad. They have Go- a good win over London. I'll give. They have I'll a give win them over that. Jordanton. They have a win over Jordanton in non-district. That's a ten and one Jordanton team. Yeah. They have a win over Tidehaven. That's a nine and two ni- Tidehaven team. That's now into the second round. That's a district champion Tidehaven team. This is the best defense that Lano has seen, probably since. Who's the best defense Lano has seen? Look at this. Since Randolph. Yeah. And Randolph held him to 21 points. This is a one-score game. I'm telling you right now, I, I think Lano wins. I think Lano wins. But this is a real test. I think Goliath's for real. Um, and their defense is f- for real. Their defense is allowing, at the moment, let me pull this up. Their defense through is allowing 10 points a game. I'm, I think this is a one-score game. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to scare people in Lano County, <laughs> but, like, Goliad's good. That's not, a, that's not an indictment on, on Lano. I think Lano's an excellent ball club, and I think that I think they're going to be in a regional final. I think they're going to win the game. But you overlook Goliad at your own peril. I think this team is legit. So, anyway, that's my thought on it. I'll be excited to watch it. It'll be a great game. You should try to get it on Texan Live. That's not a bad idea. What's next, Pickle? Um, thoughts on Canyon and Georgetown tonight. That's New Braunfels Canyon. Oh, yeah. Whoa. You, you freaked me out there for a second. I was like, there's no way, way. <laughs> that Canyon yeah. in the panhandle oh, has like... a game against George. Like, I, like, First off, there's classification sh- issues. Second off, I there's... short circuit. I know. I saw that. Live, like... Um, a lot of this comes down to, like, which Georgetown shows up. And specifically, like, which Georgetown defense shows up. Because, like, Georgetown, when their defense shows up, is really good. And Georgetown, when their defense doesn't show up, is not good. They can, um, they can put points on the board. They, they can score. There's no doubting that, that Georgetown can score. But this is a new Braunfels Canyon team that I do think is flying a little bit under the radar. Their one loss in the year is to Smithson Valley. Um, I think I'm taking, I'm taking Georgetown. I don't feel good about them going on the road, though. I think it was a coin flippy type game. I like Georgetown's offense a little bit more, and I think that's going to be the difference. I think Georgetown gets a narrow win, but this is a coin flippy, and and I think I think this is a I think again another the theme of today. I think it's a one score game. I think they're dangerous. I think I think this is a really really fun matchup, and 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 two a good litmus test on eleven versus twelve, like District eleven versus District twelve and five AD one. So yeah, this is a fascinating matchup. What's next, Pickle? Let's do... Well, we get some time. Um, 
Thoughts on Garrison, Korg, and Camden? Ah, Korg and Camden. <laughs> Let me tell you, I love... They handed it to him last week. I love Korg and Camden. I love Korg and Camden, my beloved, my beloved Bulldogs. They were, if you remember, I did, a, I did an interview out in East Texas before the year, and they asked me, like, who's a sleeper in our area? And I told them, like, I think Corgan Camden's going to be good. Mm-hmm. They've made me look like I know what I'm talking about, which is hard to do. So thank you to Corgan Camden. Thank you to Brett Ratliff and company. Fun fact. Well, oh, other than other than the loss to Centerville, they blanked every single person mm-hmm. in their oh, district. Oh, no, their defense was <laughs> awesome. And then somehow they gave now. up 56 points to, Cor- or to Centerville. Now. Now. I... Am very leery of the trend lines in this game from my beloved Cork and Camden Bulldogs, because Garrison is coming off of taking Timpson to the wire, mm-hmm. taking Timpson to to the final minutes of the game, and Cork and Camden is coming off of getting their doors blown off by Centerville. That to me would lend me to to like. Garrison. I think they're playing better right now. And that is problematic, I think, for Corgan Camden. Corgan Camden also could have they could bounce back. They could bounce back. Like that's the other side of it. They could be really upset with how that went last week. It goes one of two ways. Right now the trend lines, in my opinion, favor Garrison. And I would go with the Bulldogs, those Bulldogs over the Corgan Camden Bulldogs. It'll be a dog fight no matter what. God. (laughs) All right, we have three more, and then you're cut off. What team with a losing record could make it to Thanksgiving weekend? Well, Brock doesn't have a losing record. Let me be a real jerk for a moment and say, well, he wouldn't have a losing record then. You're talking going into the playoffs with a losing record. Okay, that's fine. I think it would probably be like a like a 6A or 5A team, in my opinion. Let me see if I can find one that I like. That's tough. Because, honestly, we didn't have a ton of teams with the losing record get in. Mm-hmm. Actually, I got one. Right off right off the rip. Mm-hmm. I got one. I think Euless Trinity can make it to Thanksgiving weekend. Wow. They got Keller tonight, and that's tough. Mm-hmm. That's tough. If they get past Keller, they get Midland Legacy, and that's tough. But DFW has usually had the number of the teams from the Permian Basin, yeah. right? At that point, you're at Thanksgiving. They're four and six Ooh. right now. I think Trinity is a team that's playing their best football at the moment, and that's a team that could get there. Do you know would they coin flip that game? Actually, or the, I don't know the I, Midland Legacy one because if I'll, I'll counteract you there, if they had to go out to Midland to play or travel even mm-hmm. further, that might make a little bit of oh, a yeah, difference no, no, in that's, that one. That's a, bi- that's a big deal. Because usually Trinity would be the host site, I would say, almost regardless. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. Um, I'm trying to think, because the other thing is I'm, I'm trying to find these teams that, like, for example, I like Converse Judson, mm-hmm. but I think that they're going to be huge underdogs in Vandergriff next week. Yep. So it's like that's a team with, an, a, with a losing record that I think may be playing some, some good football right now, but I'm not sure they're going to be able to get there. Um, does 500 count? Sure. Let me make sure I'm not putting my phone in my mouth. Hold on. You're you're watching live coverage of me switching between a couple of different things. Mm, hold on. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm trying, Jennifer. Um, okay. Yeah. That's D1, right? You're doing great. Uh, this is going great. I'm loving everything about this. Yeah. This better right. be a fire pick. I think Amarillo can do it. 
The Sandys. Amarillo's got El Paso Parkland tonight. I think they're going to be favored in that. And then they're going to get the winner of Midlothian and Justin Northwest. And mm. those are good teams, but I do not know if they're world beater teams. Yeah. I don't know if I'm quite sold on either of those teams. So All right. that is a team that I think with a 500 record that I think could get there. There you go. You made me scramble and, and, and think of something. And we got two more. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Pecan pie or pumpkin pie? Pumpkin pie. But I love both. Got to have, like, to me, pecan pie is optional. Pumpkin pie is necessary. Um, that's how I view it. I want both. The answer is yes. But, um, but like, for example, our Thanksgiving, we have a sign-up sheet. Mm-hmm. Duh. And right now, nobody signed up for pumpkin pie. And I, my wife told me that last night. And I told her, okay, then I will go get a pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. Like, we are having pumpkin pie. So, you, but, oh, but you go get one? You got I've got. It. I'm making enough stuff. I don't that's need, fair. I don't that's know. fair. I'm, that's that, that is to me, and especially if, if like if somebody doesn't care enough about it to go get it, then like I just need my fix. Okay, here's the fiending. Here's the other thing though, and I'll agree with you there. I I don't eat a lot of either. To be honest, I'm not a huge sweet person. Obviously, yeah, we know. But what I will say is, it is in my mind a little bit more difficult to tell the difference between a store bought pumpkin pie and a homemade pumpkin pie. I feel like I could nail. Like, I could absolutely look at a pecan pie and said that's yes. homemade or that's store-bought. That is, to me, the biggest, like, yeah, I think you're right. So that's why I like pecan pie more, because I think that pecan pie is a little bit harder to, like, perfect. I, I think agree. pumpkin pie is pretty standard throughout. Yeah. Um, okay, last one. And we we have the same answer on this. I will be oh, wow, just okay. shocked if we don't. What is the best Thanksgiving side? We're Team GBC around here. Let's go. <laughs> if there's one thing I know, we, we uh, hill we will both die on. Green, be- Green bean casserole. Green bean casserole is king. Is king. Green bean casserole is is clearly. That's the number one draft number pick. Number one draft pick every, every week, single year. Every year. Every year. Whoever gets and, the first honestly, draft pick takes GBC. And, and here's unless the other you're th- Will Wilkerson and he says cream corn, which still blows my he's, mind. He's a bad person. Um, <laughs> but here's the other thing about that. Okay. The other thing for me. Is and I'm a, I'm a little shocked by this. It is a little weird that we don't make it year round, because it's great mm-hmm. at all times. But the question is like, why don't we just make it all the time? And I think that because we've talked about this before, I think that I love it being a special thing so much that I'm not willing to give that up. Because you're right. That's, That's an easy, easy side to make it is. for any the, the, Wednesday night dinner. The, but it would ruin the, the significance of it. That's fair. The work, like what is remarkable about green bean casserole. So good, no effort. Is that the work to benefit ratio is easily, easily the best mm-hmm. of any Texas, of, of any, of any Thanksgiving thing. <laughs> Of any Texas high school football. <laughs> of any of any Thanksgiving thing. Yes. Like turkey, I love turkey. You know I love turkey. Uh-huh. But that takes work. It's yeah. work. It's yep. work. Like even mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes work. There's a lot of steps right? to it. Steps to it. Green bean com- casserole. Com- you a lot of work. Dump right? everything. Bake yeah. it. Done. Absolutely. So delicious. Nine hundred percent of the time. Correct. Totally agree. Um, so yeah, I am oh, very I'm very excited now. Oh, I know. You should be. You should be getting excited because we are a mere, mere weeks away, days away. Let's go. The best day of the year. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. For, thanks to my mom for joining us on the pre-show. 
Uh, for Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you Monday. Texas Football Tie. Mm-hmm.